Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sisters from different misters, it's the Football Ramble. My name is Marcus and I've got three beautiful gentlemen with me. Jim. Indeed. Pete. Yes. Lucals. All right. There you go. Right then, uh, boys. Uh, Mike Ashley has renamed St. James's Park the Sports Direct Arena. A good move, I think we can all agree. <laughs> if you could name a stadium, what would you call it, Jim? I would take Ewood Park. Yes. And I would rename it Hot and Tasty. <laughs> and I would also bearing in mind I'd have to be in charge to do this I would yes. also redecorate the stadium so it looked like a big box of chicken sort of like a, a box of junior sort of chocolate box but it's a chicken box yeah okay would you have the, so that's like a strip club would you have <laughs> <laughs> a hot and tasty chicken box <laughs> a horrible strip club yeah <laughs> um, would you have some kind of colonel character coming on half time maybe uh, no I, th- I, I wouldn't want him to any <laughs> copyright L.A.J. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> Juice the Colonel. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'd love that. Makes sense, Jim. That makes sense. Good start. Peetles, what have you got? Um, I, I'd rename Newcastle United's ground. Yep. St James's Park slash the Sports Direct Arena. Yep. The Cave of Funk. <laughs> right. I would just love because, that. Just because. Not the home of sexy football. It would be no. good because people would have to say it seriously. The Cave yeah. of Funk. Yeah. The Cave <laughs> of <laughs> Funk. <laughs> and especially if there was a disaster that happened there, that would be yeah. tragic. So yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. For, for, for thirty-seven reasons. dead at the cave of folk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. That is atrocious. <laughs> um, I apologise to everybody. Um, so you're going <laughs> to the cave of folk. <laughs> The right. intro music would be brilliant. You'd have to go with some sort of slap-based classic. Yeah, yeah. it sounds. It comes to something where that, that would surely that would promote sexy football with, within yeah, exactly. itself. Something when that is still better than the sports direct arena. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I prefer that. <laughs> sports direct cave of funk. It is, sounds uh, funny with a jolly accent as well. Yeah, cave, cave of, of funk. funk. <laughs> <laughs> Next on ITV Two, <laughs> <laughs> the attendance uh, this afternoon has been forty-two thousand at the cave of funk. <laughs> Right, okay. Luke, what are I you going for? I can hardly hope to follow that really. What are you going for? Um, Manchester City renamed theirs the Etihad Stadium recently. Didn't they, they did. They should have renamed it the Carlos Tevez Stadium. Well, mm. that would annoy them, wouldn't it? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why I said the it. sort yeah. of Santiago Bernabeu. Yeah, kind of but Carlos <laughs> idea, but wrong. Yeah. yeah. One, of, one of Gary Cook's great ideas. Yeah. Oh, the Gary Cook Stadium, surely. <laughs> now you're talking. Oh, yeah, we go. <laughs> I'd have a Gary Cook stand. Yeah. <laughs> like Sir Alex Ferguson. Imagine Gary Cook if he was still, if he was still at Manchester City, seeing Alex Ferguson being yeah, on yeah, yeah. Alex Ferguson stand. I've got an idea here. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> what they would have wanted. I want a piece of that tasty I might, cake. <laughs> I might have my wires crossed here, but didn't City hold like a... On Line thing for what one of the stands was going to be named, and I think Man United fans voted overwhelmingly for the Colin Bellend. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's true. I, I like that. think that's true. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, 
Uh, I would I would rename St James's Park the Mark Ashley Stadium because it just it's the only thing that could be more offensive. Mm. I think either that or um, uh, resurrect Roker Park and call it Poker Park and just like have card games in there. Yeah, <laughs> isn't Mike Ashley a Spurs fan? He could just call it White Hart Lane North. Feeder. I think the points are going to Pete Donaldson. Yeah, yeah. Cave of Funk. Well done, pal. Can't argue with that. Really, what are you going to do with the points, Pete? Shouldn't we, Bob? That's fair enough, eh? Now then, uh, England didn't get any points for beating Spain 1 0. Well, in a way, they did. They got points in the way we have. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We can just give them points. Yeah, okay. I give give England all the points. Yeah. uh, Because we are now world champions. And that is it. 1 0, boys. Well, let's go. What do we think? <laughs> think? Luke, what did you think of it? You were there, you were there of course. You? you were there. Yeah, I was at the game, and and I. Uh, it's interesting the sort of impression you get. You you sort of get from the game when you when you're watching it there rather than watching it on TV. You have got no commentator influencing you either consciously or subconsciously. You have got no stats to go on. Lucky you. And I sort, yeah, exactly. I, I sort of <laughs> thought that um, it was clear. I mean, some of the listeners would have been there as well, but it was clear from watching it in the stadium that Spain weren't playing with any sort of intensity at all. Mm. I mean, there's been a lot made of their <clears throat> sort of supposed lack of penetration. Almost as people sort of imply that because the core front six is made up of Barcelona players, you know, Villa, Pedro, Xavi, and Iniesta, they don't have Messi as a reference point, yeah. and so they maybe struggle to penetrate. They have a lot of possession around the sort of final third in the middle of the park, and they That's don't really right. penetrate. And that was definitely evident against England. I mean, they, they just didn't seem to be playing with any sort of purpose or, or fervor, and and and. and but not taking anything away Did from you. Do you think they were taking it easy? That, I think so because there was a lot made of the Barcelona players actually making the fixture after the because mm. comp- they played midweek, didn't they? And I just didn't think they, didn't think they wanted to get injured. Really, I'm not saying they didn't want to win because obviously they want to go to Wembley and win. A lot of men played there before, mm. you know. Mm. And I think I, I think I think first half they didn't they looked they, they looked off the pace but had the ball 99 percent of the time. <laughs> it's really yeah. weird. But the one thing that the English league certainly teaches uh, the, the, the England players that play primarily in it is to just run and run and run and never <laughs> stop running and never stop running. Sometimes it'll work, sometimes it won't. Either way, it doesn't take the veneer off uh, the win for me. Just yeah. as if we got absolutely uh, hammered, uh, it wouldn't have mattered either way. To be honest, <laughs> it's a friendly match. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it was very much it, we nicked it, you know. But it, it was impressive to keep a clean sheet, especially you know the goal was so early in the second half mm. as well. And like Spain did step it up to a degree compared to how they had played when they went one 0 down. And I thought the defence were impressive; they were really robust. I don't remember Spain really creating a, a proper clear cut chance. You know, they they did limit them. England, well, yeah, Villa had one and, and maybe Fabregas, but I, I know what you mean. It wasn't. They weren't sure. Well, Bush gets that one, didn't they? We put it over the bar. The yeah, bar I mean, there. I think there were chances that they would be uh, a bit miffed that they never put away. Yeah. It, it wasn't like an open. You know, it wasn't. Yeah, no. Really I, I was surprised how annoyed this. It wasn't Robert Earnshaw. No. I was surprised how annoyed like the Spanish <clears throat> press were about the whole situation. They were really not. They called Massive us like Italy, grapes. didn't they? Called us like Italy. We said we were playing like Italy. Well, <laughs> they hate Italy, don't they? Italy and Spain <laughs> have a sort of England Germany style rivalry that we're less kind of attuned to. Yeah. yeah w- it's a funny one. The weird, the weird, the thing is the overall point around. What you guys are sort of implying, which is that England set up defensively and were resolute, and you know against the better teams, it's Holland, Spain, Germany in tournament football. Now, obviously, Spain in a tournament would be a lot different to that mm, yes. proposition. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with sitting deep, no. sort of not parking the bus, but being strong and resolute. Yeah. England, England produce very strong players, and the thing you've got to do if you are going to play a tactic is you've got to do you've got to keep your shape, you've got to break quickly mm-hmm. with players like Walcott and Young and well back later on, yeah, and, and that sort of thing. You've got to take your chances, yeah. and you've got to really maximise your sort of threat. From set pieces mm. as well, and if you can do that, which England didn't do too badly, yeah. and they scored from what was effectively a set piece, wasn't it? Well, it was, yeah. uh, and 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 it was. I think it was fine. But that said, it's not something to go too overboard about because Spain didn't no, no, really of course seem. Not, but what I thought what was encouraging yeah, 
um, was that <clears throat> excuse me the, the, it, for once England basically said right we're going to have to change our tactics to who we're playing mm. rather than oh well let's just go out there all, you know go, all lions blazing exactly and it was yeah. kind of like we, we held our hands up and right these are better than us yeah. Yeah. we're not going to outpass and we're not going to do this we're not going to do that I think people think that if we're going to make a tactical change or bring in different personnel we're going to become better we're not Spain are that good yeah. because they put it in the early 90s they changed attitudes coaching methods the country over they've, et cetera, they've been et playing together since they were 15 you yeah. know they've reaped the rewards then. That's, haven't. that's the only way you're going to have you're going to um, be as good as them if you Im- implement those things yeah. and in years to come so what have you got to do you've got to, you've got to adapt your t- tactics and stop them from playing I mean if we get Spain or a team like you know near that level well, we are in, in, in the pop, Euros yeah. Yeah, then you, we've got to play like that of course you know, to have yeah. any realistic chance of yeah. getting a result out of a game like that we absolutely have to play like that so many managers in the, in the past wouldn't have wouldn't have looked to do that especially at Wembley particularly yeah. for sort of fear of almost saving face and it, it's a positive move for, for, from Capello to sort of try that tactic and it might be seen as negative and, but the, it's, it's knowing our place isn't yeah, it? yeah. Ex- exactly exactly and I think you know if, if Scotland or Ireland you know they beat someone like Italy or France 1-0 when France or Italy have most of the ball everyone goes oh brilliant result yeah. when England do it it's well, they're better than you. Yeah. You see what I mean? I yeah, think, well, yeah. We know they're better than us. Yeah. So therefore, it's, it's, it, it is a decent result. Let's not get. So it's a better result. What, how much better than them? I should. I, sh- I wanted to point out sort of special praise from from what I saw. I've not rewatched the game since I saw it at the stadium actually, but from what I saw and what I've read afterwards actually as well, uh, Yagielka and um, Lescott played really well. And, well. and it was an experimental England lineup. Yeah, it was. We can't. But that's what I was going to go on to say. Uh, Parker also played really well. Parker he, was magnificent. Yeah. Man of the match. Was but it? how much mm. do you think um, the absence of the sort of perceived Sort of Terry, Gerard, Rooney, Ferdinand. These sort of, I don't know them, so I'm not sure if I'm yeah, right in saying it, yeah. but the perceived sort of big egos, the absence of them sort of bonded the England team more as a unit. It's, it's interesting, it's, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's, I'm tempted to say early days, but that is a, such a stern test. And yeah, yeah. okay, if, if Via maybe slots that one away, it's, you know, you lose 3 1 or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, you know, England were quite solid and, and, and looked far more like a unit than they have done. He doesn't, doesn't look the same player, Via, at the moment. No, he doesn't. I mean, it's the first time in his career, really. Has not been the focal point, isn't it? So it's going to be affecting him, you would think. But um, yeah, it's it, obviously, of course, Frank Lampard scored the goal, but that old guard has to go. You know, they have to be phased out, and it's what's happening. Jagiel could play with a broken toe, which is <laughs> that's absolutely he, was still, he was still he played okay. Yeah, well. I mean, obviously, it wasn't one of his big toes. I mean, you, you can <laughs> no. play with a broken toe. I still, but it's really like still credit to it. Ask David Hay. I still really want to see him going goal. Yeah, not exactly. a big tournament. Not what it matters. Yeah, <laughs> that glorious hook from uh, Lescott, I think it was, where he just tick took it off the foot of I think Villa. Just oh, he played excellently well. Uh, really, so, yeah. um, th- from a Spain point of view, um, just going back to what I was touched on earlier, I chatted to a couple of people before before we came and did the show. Then a little social. Right? Yeah, we were talking about sort of <laughs> Spain. One of your functions, Spain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Meet Luke Moore. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not asked to do them anymore. Um, Warming up for Keezy, great. <laughs> <laughs> Sue Cook blew me out. Um, I was um, I was talking about the penetration when I get so far the Spain team and then they, they sort of maybe don't impose themselves and I was surprised given that both teams I think made six substitutions each yeah. I mean if you include Reino and Casillas the goalkeeper change um, Which I was surprised we didn't see Llorente at all I was yeah. surprised at that I mean lots of people say he's more of an impact sub he comes on and Torres is obviously horrendously out of form he didn't mm. really look, he didn't do an awful lot of surprised by the booing of Torres yeah, that sure was very strange I couldn't yeah. work that out I was asking people around yeah. me about why they were doing that it's probably because they recognised him 
I generally thought because Jesus Navas is back in the squad isn't he after a couple of people uh, left I wanted to see him sort of just rerun really at our defenders that, that yeah. was the thing that would really scare <laughs> our defenders I think yeah and they provide a bit of, of width <laughs> and actually yeah. the, the Spanish were quite narrow uh, they missed someone like Pedro maybe mm. yeah Pedro was a big loss he's such an underrated player Pedro yeah. he, he's, I'll tell you what he does Pedro is he runs all day he hassles he uses the ball re-intelligently and he also has got a really helpful knack of making an important contribution yep. at, at the right time totally, you know, totally, yeah. for Barcelona and for Spain um, the one of the things it's worth mentioning about Del Bosque is that he's got such an embarrassment of riches yeah. um, I don't want to obviously I'm not going to tell him what to do because they're European and world champions and he's not listening well he, he won <laughs> he won the world title and, and, and Aragonés won the Euros didn't yeah, he but, right. but anyway what I think would be a trap that potentially Spain could fall down is not picking a consistent strong mm. side mm. as in I mean over the years there's plenty, there's plenty of players down yep. the years who've not really made an impact at international level just yeah, because yeah. there's been better players in that position for their country Del Bosque needs to go, not go down the route of giving all these people chances well time. yeah you can't play fantasy football you've no. got realistically you've got Jesus Navas uh, Ike Muniain and uh, Sergio Canales all like um, oh De Gea yeah, yeah. it's yeah, no, but all trying to get that yeah. kind of one spot that almost like kind of edgy wonder kid yeah. spot yeah. three of them <laughs> yeah. like yeah. For, for me, he's got, he's got to play. And I know it was it was only a friendly, but for me, he's got to play a front six. They play at four three three. He's got to play Xavi Busquets and Yesta, yep. Pedro and Villa, other side of Llorente. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And I, I don't understand why he's gone for Busquets and Alonso. Well, it's just to shore it up, isn't it? It's making sure. You know, so it's one of those players is an insurance policy. Yeah. And Alonso, you know, can operate a bit a bit higher up. His passing is important to them as well. You know, it's when they win the ball back, it's spraying it around like that. Alonso said something in the press that um, he can't understand why people. Called tackling equality. It's yeah. very smug, but I know what you're saying. It was a good interview that he was really sort of. Yeah. He, was, he sort of was speaking about. Um, I think a Liverpool youth team player was sort, of, right. say, uh, sort of saying strengths, tackling, heading. Yeah. And tackling mm. should only ever be a, a last. A very lecture, noble etc. idea. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is, but you know, if you're in the position where you have to do that. He's got a very good chance of beating him. And you're a man who loves a slide tackle. I love a slide tackle. AstroTurf, anything, don't mind. (laughs) Fire, (laughs) glass. (laughs) Um, I I think, though, that there there can be a tendency for those who are at the top of the tree, Spain, you know, Mm. to to suddenly come a bit, you know, like like they were getting annoyed with England. Oh, you just parked the bus, you you did this, you did that. Obviously, (laughs) what do you want us to do? You know, just open up and let you try and do what you do. Exactly. (laughs) But I mean, I I thought, going on that tackling thing, Parker. Mm. Was so good. It's mm. one of the best mm. England performances I've seen of ages. Mm. Just gets about his bins, his tackle, gets it off him, little pass, and we're away. I suppose we've still got, I mean, realistically, we've still got, I, I presume, you guys might correct me if I'm wrong, we've still got Wilshire to slot in where Jones is. Exactly. Mm. Wilshire would take that place, we exactly, yeah. you'd think, if he was fully fit. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I sort of thought, I looked at the stats, um, and it was like Spain dominated pretty much every area apart from tackles, clearances, and goals. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is quite a strange. Well, wasn't one. there something like 21 shots at goal for Spain, only three for England? And the top yeah. five passes were all Spanish players. Yeah. Yeah. And also, England aren't official, unofficial world champions. You know the way it works. Yeah. yeah it's actually Japan at the moment. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Apparently so. Uh, but this, it, we've, we've missed a chance. There's yeah. one stat worth pointing out, though, which is that this what, is the one first nil, time. Mate, one nil? Yeah, the first time since the rankings have been out that England have beaten the top ranked side. Oh, right. So that's another little um, another little stat for the Capello okay, era, isn't it? Yeah, his World Cup was was pretty dire in South Africa, but his record is it's, it's compa- he's got the best England competitive record. Uh, oh, sorry, the best um, win record of any England manager. Um, mm. I'm not. I know it's quite early days, and obviously the Sweden game will be will be um, played before we before we release this show. But Capello's not got an awful lot of credit from the press for that win. 
No, no. Actually, he doesn't seem to. And he missed up. his son's wedding for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do oh, yeah. you think that's what he did as a teen tour? Just put a photo of his son as a bride. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let it down. Yeah. Do it for him. Play before, for that. Yeah. <laughs> before we move off uh, England spin, or specifically England, uh, Ray Clemens is in hospital at the moment. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Get well soon. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Well, very much so. Well, as Luke said at the time, of course, we don't know the, the England uh, Sweden result, but the Swedish captain. England haven't beat Sweden in 43 years. Yeah, yeah, no, in fact, that is as, as big a test in a way because it, it's beating the sides that are close to us which mm. we so often fail to do mm. that's that may or may not be valid yeah, but the time, time this comes we'll see, Ray Clements um, may have left hospital we don't yeah. know we, we, we sincerely hope so <laughs> there might be more than 20 well 20 tickets sold for Wembley well anyway the, the Swedish captain has been speaking out while promoting his autobiography called I am Zlatan Ibrahimovic now we were all intrigued by Mario Balotelli and the fireworks situation so was Zlatan he said I like fireworks too but I set them off in gardens or kebab stands I never set fire to my own house yeah. does he mean like just kebab street stands? vending kebab men <laughs> I believe so yeah, yeah. I, I tend to throw them into kebab shops. <laughs> I don't know. I am Zlatan. I do as I please. It's quite intriguing, really. But uh, there are a few other friendlies there. Uh, Wales four, Norway one. Excellent Great result for Wales. Yeah. Yeah. It must Again. be frustrating though, because Wales are really. And this isn't the first time this has happened to them. They're on a real like run of good results. Now it's irrelevant. Yeah, true, true. It's not really think, fully irrelevant though. I think it sets it up, sets them up nicely for the World Cup qualifiers. They're talking about, you know, they're talking about qualifying. It does. But there's some, yeah, it's such a long time in yeah. between. Things would be very different. By but the you time just it sort of look, what, what I liked about that one was that Bellamy just went, "I want to be on the left," and they just swapped him onto the left hand side <laughs> and put Bale out right. It was like, what the hell? And he and he was amazing. He was a man of the match performance. Oh, I mean, Bale's best on the right for Wales. We said before, he cuts in and gets involved yeah. a lot more. I, I think we've, we've we've mentioned Wales quite a lot actually over the last sort well, of months. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that the good thing to see about the Wales result is, uh, Jim, you are right to a certain extent, but I actually believe that it's important for them to maintain some sort of momentum, keep that squad of players together. Oh, it's not yeah. to belittle. Yeah. No, no, of course, no, I understand. And, and it's the first time they've won a few games in a row, I think, for an awful long time. Three games in a row, I think it is. Is it three, it? yeah? And, and, and the, the biggest sort of positive, I thought, from watching uh, sort of parts of the game was how dynamic and quick and exciting they were. And, and, mm. and the quality of the goals was really good. The Bowers goal was an absolute bullet of a yeah, hit. Using you know? their pace really, really well. Yeah, and Sam Vokes even got on, on and he's, yeah. obviously he's not getting that many starts for Wolves. And he's not probably not going to score an awful lot of Premier League goals, but he, he played well, took his chances, you know, yeah. decent. And there's certainly something to be said for international form for a player. Sometimes an international manager has a better idea of how to use that player, yeah. and it might yeah. be out of necessity. But you know, his second guy in particular was really good. And the average age, of, yeah, absolutely. The average age of the squad's very young. I mean, they've got everything to go for. I mean, it's a shame that. Yeah, as you said Jim it's not going to be for a while before they can even look at qualifying yeah. uh, and also that pot they got stitched up a little bit with the seedings as yeah. well so it'll be tough for them but if they can what they need to do massively is get those players like Bale those sort of sort of top top headline players to commit to every squad yeah. make sure they're there for the friendly oh, well, I think they will yeah I hope so they're even committing they to the Britain squad uh, yeah, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Ramsey definitely. and Gareth Bale <laughs> in particular seem very well, very Ramsey's up captain, for it he's got to be isn't he you know. they've, got, they've got every chance but of doing this something. is what they needed a couple of good young players to come along and go right let's yeah. have this you know. I'm so glad Gary Speed's doing well yeah, yeah. yeah. Speed yeah. said that he wouldn't even get in this side if he was uh, in his heyday. <laughs> what now? All oh, right, in his heyday. Well, <laughs> well, you never know, do you? I reckon he'd still be decent speed. Then. Yeah. yeah. Right. Let's go straight to the uh, the the playoffs, the Euro playoffs, where Ireland had a great win away uh, in Estonia. I'm delighted for them. Four nil. Um, aided with the sending off, perhaps, but I still think the Irish were good enough. Yeah, two sendings off in the end. Yeah, right? oh, of course they were. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, one towards the end. But I mean, given the given the rough luck they got last time, around, well, exactly. Yeah. Anyone's <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but could they still muff it? I'm just a little nah. bit concerned. Four nil. Four nil. If, they, if they screw it up, it will it will almost be an achievement. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this show, this show will be it'll be done by the time the show's out anyway. It's tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah. But the um the, the uh, I don't want to sound patronising, but a, a tournament. <laughs> oh, well 
condone, you funny little Irishman. Go and have yourselves a Guinness and some yes. Catholicism. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Right. What I do want to do is say that a tournament... Just is, wanted it to be very clear what you do and don't want to do. It's unequivocally better with, our, with an Irish team in it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. It's, all, yeah. it, it, it's just nice to have so many players that play in the Premier League. You yeah. know, in, in and, Robbie so, <laughs> and Robbie Keane. And Robbie Keane, yeah. yeah. So, was that 52, 53 goals now? He's been a bit of a servant. More than Steph any servant. England yeah, international he's, ever. He's got an incredible record. <laughs> and he's dreamed of playing in the Euro since he was a boy, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> the foul on him for the first sending off. I don't know how he's even still alive. <laughs> he's up on his head. <laughs> he keeps, like, landed on his neck. Yeah, he landed <laughs> like an ostrich. Like an ostrich. This, and this will be his last tournament, presumably. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, never, never write him yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> They've <laughs> not qualified for the Euro since 88, I think. Mm. Yeah, I think it's 88 last time they qualified. So it's a bit of a long time, you know. Yeah. Um, maybe in a, an Ireland-England friendly, there's talk of that in Dublin. Yeah. Um, although it won't go ahead if they draw each other in the... I in don't the really see the point of it anyway, apart from funny one, isn't it? Mm. Um, I mean, it would be good to play them either way, whether it's there or not. It's, but it's about the, but isn't it about no, like the, we'll probably lose. the Holland match? <laughs> like the, if the Holland match happens in the Euros, it won't happen as a friendly. That's yeah. right. That's I think right. they should play as a friendly because then you can figure each other out. Yeah, I think <laughs> we're going to be absolutely screwed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we play yeah. Holland. No, 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 no. Yeah, we just we, if we play Holland before we've got to we'd play rather not play. We'll just pull out. <laughs> I'd rather go into the tournament with false confidence than no confidence. <laughs> <laughs> it's all not confirmed yet. I mean, I think the draw for the Euros is second of December, isn't it? Yeah, and and, like and that, I don't yeah. really want to announce it till then. There will be friendlies be played, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, quickly then, uh, staying um, with the home nations in Ireland, uh, Scotland had a friendly. They beat Cyprus two one in Cyprus. I've got to mention Kenny Miller's goal. It's an absolute strike. Yeah. Beautiful. If you haven't seen it, check it out. A lovely, it was great touch. Volley. Great touch. The first touch it? was just a good though, Pete. Yeah, yeah. You, you took the ball right into his stride, and saw the keeper off his line. Great stuff. John Rhodes got his uh, debut well. as well. Yeah. See. And Mackie scored a nice one as well. QPRs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kenny Miller got. I'm tempted to say it was definitely the best goal I've ever seen him score. It was Bird Campesque. I agree with wow. you. Yeah. It really was quite special. It's yeah. a funny one, Kenny Miller, isn't it? You don't like him, do you? Uh, it's n- <laughs> No, I don't, and I can't really explain why. You know, you have those. I used to have this with Neil Shipperley as well. I oh, just didn't like him. It's easy for me. Just, yeah, yeah, it's for you, I'm sure. But <laughs> oh, you horrible little thing. Scottish man with your haggis, <laughs> yeah, and your Catholicism. <laughs> yeah. Careful, careful. Yeah, get, get away. It's, it's not as clear cut. So, some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd told me we were offending as many people as possible. I've made yeah. some notes. <laughs> well, you just normally do it naturally, don't you? Is it because like Shipperley and Kenny Miller, they look as though they're the type of men who just can't smile? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I can imagine Kenny Miller smiling yeah. as he shanks another shot over the bar from oh, two yards away. Yeah. Into the top corner. Into Give it you. And it wasn't a shank. No. It's yeah. a beautiful can I, hit. Can I just we move out to uh, a, a little bit further out, away from the British house for, for a moment? Billich. Slavon Billich's oh, okay. headgear. He was wearing oh, a yeah. suit. But he was wearing a beanie hat at the same time. He wow. can. It That's was bizarre. He can. It was a lovely little suit he was wearing. <laughs> why spoil it with a beanie hat, Slav? No. He kind of is a rock star, though, isn't exactly. he? Exactly. So he can do what he likes. That's what I'm saying. If it looks bad to, to anyone else, it's just because they haven't caught up yet. If you're the lead singer of <laughs> Robo, you can do what you want. <laughs> Turkey's defending against Croatia was appalling. <laughs> what has happened to them? I couldn't believe it's hitting managing them. They were so disappointed. Oh, they said that he's losing his touch. It was the worst defender I've Sweet seen since the, since the Norway <laughs> goal against Wales, which is a massive glass. Yeah, oh, that was a Hennessy special, wasn't yeah. it? After the um, <laughs> kind of, he, he had a nightmare. He had a nightmare. He does, yeah. yeah. He had a nightmare a little while ago, didn't he, for Wolves? And it was just basically like that game had returned to haunt him. And the Hussle scored. Pompey, Pompey player. But oh yeah, Croatia just had so much space. Every time the ball was repelled, it was basically Turkey were like, "Yeah, have another go if you want." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah we will. The, the, the marking, at set pieces especially. Well, again, what's happened? What's happened with Portugal as well? 
Yeah, what's, what's, what's going to happen to that campaign? Really struggling. Did you see the picture that match? That's so I, bad. If I was like Mancini or like Jose Mourinho, I'd be so annoyed that my players are playing on that pitch. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It was like a 80, 1980s FA Cup pitch. <laughs> <laughs> so dangerous. But they've still got, they've still it was literally a war zone. Um, there's another friendly we've got to mention It's Poland nil, Italy 2 Balotelli got his first for Italy And what hey. a strike it was Keeper off his line a bit But Mario knew that yeah. <laughs> The keeper was really poorly He didn't have to put it perfectly top corner Because the keeper was off his line True yeah You can only Mar- do what's in front of you Marat and Ranieri both have said That they want them back at Inter, they have, haven't they? <laughs> now that you've polished no, him up, yeah. now that you've given now him you've pocketed the twenty-four million. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't think Balotelli will want to leave now, will he? I think this season in particular, there's so much love for him He's from, from everywhere. He's it's not just from City time. fans. You the know, only he's stay, yeah. surely at the risk of being serious. I don't know why I want to do that, but his he's, dad's very old. His dad's like eighty-two, 82 or something. 82. So I think there might be a pull from that point of view. You might want That's to be true. there. His dad said he can't see him play very much anymore. His dad said he would come over to Manchester at some point, but it's difficult for him. But it is. Difficult for him to travel. Did you hear what he said to them? He phoned him and said, "Oh, did you see him?" And he went, "Yeah, yeah. I give you eight out of ten. Not because you scored, but you played well for the team." So, oh, yeah. I like that. Though. <laughs> yeah, nice little touch. Um, just staying in Italy, we have to um, we have to mention this. You cast your mind back, uh, minds back to 2006 when in Italy the Calciopoli scandal happened. Well, uh, uh, court has sentenced former Juventus director Luciano Moggi for five years and four months in prison for his part in the match fixing scandal. Apparently, he won't ever actually go to prison though. Because you'll just keep appealing. Is that how it works? Yeah. Well, that's what I've well, I think he's in his seventies, isn't he? Yeah, he's an old, old boy, seventy-four, yeah. I think. Um, a, f- a few others. Um... There was a ro- there was a law in Italy. I'm not sure if it still is the case, but there was certainly a law at one point um, that you can't go to prison if you're over a certain age in Italy. Is that right? So maybe he's appealing because of that. I'm not sure if that still is. Just do, do what you want, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is when Diego's going back to Naples. <laughs> well, I think that's why Berlusconi got away with it. So, well, part of the reason retirement is in Italy must be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just commit loads of crimes then? <laughs> just do whatever you like. It sounds like it, doesn't it? Um, also in Italy, uh, Del Piero apparently said that he uh, fancies coming to the Premier. He told France Football <laughs> uh, Magazine, "I have to. I have a secret to confess. I love the Premier League. Of course, I would like to play there before retiring." Rubbish secret. Yeah. <laughs> but the journalist is like, "Oh, what's it going to be?" <laughs> we went <laughs> to the Premier League. Uh, yeah. Do you have a strangely Catholic theme to this show? But was it just a journalist in a confession box? Kind of <laughs> 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 yeah. Is that it? Yeah. What, I, what I would say is, look at Kevin Phillips in the Championship. He's one in two at thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah. he's going to have a he's going to have a field day with and these he's player. Yeah. <laughs> would you have big delps? Oh yeah. Well, who do you he loves would... Juventus so much he'll end up at Knotts County. Yeah. Thanks on. for the shirt. Thanks for the shirt. <laughs> That's yeah. a shout that is. I think on Newcastle. Well, it's QPR, yeah. isn't it? Isn't it? Aren't they the I ones don't break up a winning team at Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, yeah. be, it'll be Espria all over again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Leon Best is injured, so. Yeah. I think he might go to the MLS. I'm not sure he is. That's just how he plays. <laughs> <laughs> do you fancy as much chance for him going to the Galaxy if Beckham leaves? I think that well, could happen. Del Piero could happen, yeah. yeah. Him and Robbie Keane. There you go. Ooh. Dream team. Keane would be loving that, wouldn't yeah. he? Yeah, but that's no. He doesn't love the MLS. Or maybe he does. It's not a secret. Yeah, Del Piero. <laughs> he's, it's a secret, but he's not confessed it yet. <laughs> no, that's very true. <laughs> um, now let's go to the South American qualifying for the World Here Cup. Here we go. Oh yes, it was uh, match day three. Uh, Argentina won, Bolivia won. That was in uh, Argentina as well. Luke, I just want to say it's mad they're starting qualifying this early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> three years, get in early. It's almost three years away. <laughs> get in there. I love it. It's yeah. a free up time for carnival. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just spread it out more. <laughs> what a point though for Bolivia. Did you see them? The, the, the guy scored absolutely hammered it in. Great celebrations, top off the lot. I was looking for a Maradona quote, but I couldn't find one. Surely there's going to be one after they drop two points at home to Bolivia. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably so. 
bad it's been censored. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's it. He's probably got a lot of friends in Bolivia. No one is. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe. maybe. Uh, Uruguay 4, Chile 0 was a big result, and Luis Suarez got a haul. Yeah, he I had, I had looks like the best player in the world. That second goal for me was Ambal Aaron. <laughs> Do you reckon? <laughs> he, he went in too much. Luis Suarez is always going to be a bit of a dodgy one. <laughs> does Luis Suarez actually know you can't handball it? He <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't care. It's an awful lot. Yeah. He's getting away with it, isn't he? Why not? Yeah. I, I, I heard someone on Five Live recently say that Suarez is. Pro- they just like, I think it might be John Aldridge was on the phone in interview. I, I don't mind John Aldridge. Seems like a good bloke. I remember him from the nineties. You know, enjoyed yeah. him player to watch. I remember he, him at Tranmere. Enjoyed him there. He looked disconcertingly mm. like he in Rush at one point. It was yeah, 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 apart, yeah, yeah. and they were the weird. same position as well for that's the same right, club. Right. But um, he said that um, he, he was saying in January, right? Liverpool would need to sign another striker because Suarez isn't a goal scorer. <laughs> <laughs> don't convince someone who's not scoring that many goals at the moment to someone who's not scored <laughs> yeah. like hundreds of goals throughout <laughs> his career, and he's only twenty four or something. Yeah. <laughs> Kesman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'd say to that. He was, and he's also saying that Dirk Cow was an option for goals. <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. It's a funny one. You do wonder, you know, how long Liverpool will persist with Andy Carroll if he, se- if he sort of continues to misfire because they've got a hell of a player in Suarez there and they do need to get the best out of him. Lambius doesn't rate him. Who doesn't? Lambius doesn't rate him. <laughs> no, did you read that? <laughs> Who, what was that Pete, one? Go on. Uh, he basically, well, he, I, I, I only the caught the back end of it. Oh, no, yeah, I did. He, he, isn't he an ex lawyer yeah. chief exec? He's sort of his mate, basically, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, he just sort of said he's in my ass shit. He ain't worth. He ain't worth. I call or something. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. These are quotes that have been attributed to it him by just we don't even know. But in like in like a restaurant or something, I think he was just mouthing off rather loudly. And uh, I think it was a Newcastle City centre where much, a lot of people enjoy Newcastle United. It's very much the Adam Werity of uh, Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. he's a bloody idiot. Oh and just like uh, like you, you don't. But he slagged off everybody. Like Shearer as well. Hugh and Kevin Keegan. Yeah, he has got the balls. Freddie Shepherd just sitting there applauding. Yeah, exactly. That's my. <laughs> <laughs> Learn from the best Jimmo what's your, what are you going to say about Carroll but, well, I just wonder how long Liverpool will persist with Carroll if say you know he doesn't kind of live up to what they want this season say next season it's the same well you've just got to play with a completely different system you know yeah. it, it, you've got to make him the focal, well, but focal what point I mean, though, and, and you can't do that when you've got such gifted players like Suarez around yeah, you surely know. Suarez has to be the priority there he's, yeah. so, he's a much better player he's going to get you more goals do you think they'll get the money uh, back for Carroll then well not now <laughs> <laughs> I don't think not, so can I just say not ever yeah. <laughs> same thing in a way yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah so uh, there was a funny little story from Uruguay Chile because Chile kicked five players out of their squad um, because they uh, w- were drunk for training. <laughs> um, this, this was a just, you know, do you know who it was? Reasonably recent. It, well, it, well it, the players they got given time off um, from midday to 10 p.m. on, on the Tuesday, which was um, after morning training. And uh, the manager said that five players arrived 45 minutes late for training, still drunk. Oh, both of yours, one of them, wasn't it? Birmingham City. He was, yeah. yeah. Um, who else you got? Vidal of Juventus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Valdivia of Palermas. So, so, so decent, some pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. Camona of uh, Atalanta. And um, West Brom uh, defender Jara. We've all had those afternoons. Who's on loan at Brighton? Yeah. We've all had those afternoons. <laughs> well, they think, oh, yeah, well, just inexplicably free, and I'm with one of my mates. Let's go and have a pint, and then it turns I'll, into I'll, something horrible. Re- lads, but I'm re- surely. I'm reading this really good book at the moment about like, the Arsenal team in the 90s, right? Yeah. And what they used to do. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's do it. It's called Fear and Loathing in something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in my head. Fear and Loathing like, in Tony Adams' house. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah, Paul Merton's mind. I did have a couple of mouthfuls of green ginger wine before we started uh, recording. So I wondered why you were it's Feel gone off the up. rails <laughs> <laughs> Wild man Because I'm not Sort of the best At geography I do in my head Think Chile's just a big beach 
and sort of yeah, I know what you mean. Sort of, the temptation must be there all the yeah, time. Yeah. And, and their neighbours have a go at them because they stole the land. I think they're trying to have a swim. Yeah, they're in the sea. <laughs> yeah, they've got <laughs> something. Yeah. Uh, just a quick one from Africa. Uh, Tunisia's uh, Esperance have won the African Champions League. Esperance. Yeah. Esperance. Oh, Esperance. Uh, yeah, don't <laughs> start that again. Yeah. Don't start that again. So they have are the champions of Africa. Have you seen that Champions League trophy? It's like um, like a pair of tweezers trying to pull a big fat tick off a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Check so it out if you can. So the bottom sorry. of the trophy is a dog. No, it's just the, the tick itself. It's oh, like right. pulling something. It's like these two little pincers grabbing like a ball. That's Miraculously, a I actually sort of agree with that. There we go. Yeah. So, that yeah. is a great idea. I'm if I was in charge of the Premier League, I would just change the trophy to a dog. I'm, I'm a heart. <laughs> do, do you imagine watching the ch- just watching the Champions League? Here he goes. Up a big dog. Here he goes. Yeah, yeah, dog. If the dogs are involved. It's good. It's got lions on top. Do what I change them for dogs? Actually, I'm, uh, it's more subtle. I'm Hearts of Oak, so disappointed. And, and after that, I'm TP Mazembe. So. Yeah. Where did Hearts of Oak finish in this uh, Champions League? Have African we got Champions time League. for this? Such a, <laughs> such a fair weather fan. Yeah. Right. Before we go to going for gold, we've got to talk about the Scottish Cup. What else? Mm. Um, it's the uh, it's the East Stirling Shears. Uh, Ryan Francis. 14 match ban In the Scottish Cup tie Against Bucky Thistle The big one <laughs> Love um, it nine, Sounds like a drink <laughs> 19 year old Ryan Francis Given a 14 match ban Charged with Excessive misconduct Involving Violent conduct Would you believe um, Dissent The use of offensive Insulting And abusive language He's also found guilty Of the adoption Of aggressive behaviour Beautifully worded I think yes. Basically he the kicked same off thing. And was mouthing off <laughs> Yeah uh, Would have covered it all They are all the same thing Aren't they <laughs> Yeah that's well, right. I'm pretty sure they handed down something for the to the referees this season in Scotland saying that um, they want to punish people heavily if they try if they lay their hands or we'll have no referee. more of us yeah exactly it says. no you are right if you lay your hands on the referee then it's big punishment so, I've not seen the incident <laughs> but I don't think there's any video of it but it does seem excessive the punishment there is there was no videos uh, there was no cameras at the ground but do you know why so we'll never, we'll never yeah. <laughs> do you know why um, there's talk that I, I'll read them between the lines a bit here and I might be completely wrong we've got any East Sterling fans listening they might better correct me but I think Again, yeah. I said reading between the lines. He got fined so he- uh, sorry. He got banned so heavily mm. because if he had been fined, which would have been an option, they could have sent the club out of business. They're so skint. Oh uh, right. So the fine that was handed down, which the club presumably would have to sort of mm. handle, it could have because they're living on a month to month basis at the moment. East Sterling, yeah. uh, it could have sent them out of business. Imagine he's, that. Imagine being responsible for a club going out of business. He's imagine, imagine, literally imagine, taken one for the team there. Yeah. 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 Imagine a, like a, a licensing board having the wherewithal to do that. They usually just do the most mental stuff anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take the fine and the. No, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, like that guy in the Moldovan league. Like, well, still, it had to be done. <laughs> yeah. the, the offside made the good point that he's probably got a day job, and in essence, this ban is instead of losing him money, making him money because he can work on Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent point. Everybody wins. Um, now, staying in Scotland, have you heard that Partick Thistle manager and ex Celtic player Jackie McNamara has been writing a sitcom? Well, he's co-writing mm. it, isn't he? With he's co-writing, he's co-written it. They've made the pilot. It doesn't yeah. look very funny from the clips I've seen. <laughs> it's called the. Th- Therapy room. Um, Gary Lewis, who was in Gangs of New York, plays uh, Premier League manager. Quite a good actor, Gary Lewis. Actually. Yeah, I've seen a clip of it and it didn't look that funny, but I mean, you know, I don't want to judge it. Mm. I've not written a comedy, so. How, is, how has this happened? Yeah. <laughs> well, McNamara said, oh, lots of players of my age have started writing books and autobiographies, mm. and this is my way of doing it. He said. Yeah. It's cool. Oh, yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? We and, and well done to him as well. I think it's been like a 12 month process between like, having the idea and getting the pilot made and like shown. So that's that's a hell of a turnover. That must stick in your craw, being a comedian, <laughs> uh, Jim. Hey, hey. Oh, takes so long. The glamour of that particular division <laughs> yeah. of football. <laughs> Uh, too much of a draw for those television executives. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a going for gold. Let's have a going for gold. Going for going for gold. Gold. 
explode. Right. What happens here is I'll check out a load of uh, clothes and you guys have to guess who the hell I'm talking about. Do you want your first one, lads? Let's yeah. make How are we doing in the if you know the, the answer, rankings? just let it go on a bit. <laughs> no, no chance. <laughs> what are we on now? You're on... You're on I've three, got three or four, I think. I've got four, I, I think. I think he's on four. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. it's five, four, four. Back well, in the he's game. Come right? right back in, to be fair. Five, yeah. four, four, one. Pete's got one because we were that bad. Yeah. One yeah. hell of a formation. If, it gets, Pete, if you get to the end of your clues and we've not got it, you've won. Yeah. yeah Don't give us others. Oh, well, I'll just yeah. give. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, first clue, gentlemen. Uh, I have the same name as a Canadian Ironman triathlete. <laughs> oh, that's a very, very obscure fact. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Shut up. Gary McAllister. <laughs> no, he's going to be my Gary Paolo Maldini. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I remembered the other day, actually. Me saying Paolo Maldini, they're all the Premier League players, aren't they? Uh, usually, not yeah. always. Okay, no, right, okay. Always. Stop. Yeah. Palo Maldini. It's not Palo Maldini. <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh, very good. I played in both the 86 World Cup and 88 Euros. Oh. I came fourth in World Soccer Player of the Year behind Platini and El Diego. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah, that is big, yeah. I played once for Burry. <laughs> Berry. 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 Berrens. Mark Lawrence. I was the 34th permanent Plymouth, Plymouth Argyle manager. Oh, st- stop. Shut up. No, I haven't got one. I haven't got one. No, it's cheap. Don't I'm not say saying Peter it. Reed. It's a new Albert Duke. I'm not saying it. <laughs> Next clue. Yep. 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 I signed Mikel Vonk. Oh. Uh, stop. Is it Paolo Sousa? No. It's oh. not Paolo Sousa. No, I was thinking that. I have. a bit later than 86. Stop. I've got two more questions. He's got it this time. I can see it in two his eyes. Di Matteo? No. Oh. Di Matteo <laughs> played like 96. Yeah, 96 yeah, yeah, yeah. So is I, he just at 86 and 88? That's not what he said. Uh, okay, he's, fair he's enough. Fair enough. Just be careful, you. Sorry, sorry, right. sorry, sorry. I have a 100% win ratio managing England's under-21s. What? Stop. What? No, I've not got it. No, Sorry. Your last clue, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no! <laughs> this, we've been done here. <clears throat> Fastest finger first. <laughs> I have a tyre for a seat. Stop! Oh. No, no! Call me! <laughs> Peter Reed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. You said it earlier! No, you actually said, don't say no, it, No, I know, Reed. I know, yeah. I can't believe it. <laughs> wow. Third? Oh. Or fourth in the second. Yeah, I kept fourth. That was the clue. Morgo's joint tops and I'm on a hat trick as well. (laughs) I've been hauled in. (laughs) I can't Uh, believe I never went with my impulse with Peter uh, Reid. I thought, no, fourth in the second. Yeah, no, that was what threw me. I'll be absolutely slagged off for that. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? what, When I said I'll be the same, but no, I'm not. Because this will be an Albert Jew. It was Peter Reid. Exactly. (laughs) That clue, man. That got us. Get in there. That's a good one. Sneaky Pete. I was never going to get the end. Yeah, no, fair enough. You're very selfless, Pete. Yes. Fair enough. Very forgiving. Oh, it's time for emails. Thank you for uh, for your email, lady. Do you want one? <laughs> on, Give us it then. Might as well. Hello. 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 Oh, hello. A shout at a St Johnston match back in the midst of time was directed at the referee, a Mr Kevin Toner, who was criticised by the punter, who said, I've seen more decisive toner in my printer. <laughs> Too <laughs> much guffawing, and he is now known as Toner Man. Mainly as no one actually knows his real name, and that is from Gav Thompson. Well done, Gav. <laughs> that is superb. Toner Man. Oh, yeah. Very fond of that. Very, indeed. very quick. Very quick indeed. Yeah. I've got one uh, from Chris from Glasgow. 
Apologies about all the stuff I said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Ramblers, uh, whilst catching up on the, uh, the past few weeks uh, of rambles at night, he says. <laughs> at night, I uh, remember recording night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like sort of Holly, uh, Hollyoaks night or yeah. Baywatch night. Uh, I drifted oh. off during a going for gold segment. Having bedded itself into my imagination, I had a lovely dream that I was a guest on the ramble and stepped in for Pete. Doing my own going for gold. You got his number on this. <laughs> it got crazy. Some of the clues were for Gabriel Battistuta. It veered off into Francesco Totti, and then the clues started to be directed at stadiums, managers, and certain goals and celebrations. Huh? In the end, Luke got the points for correctly guessing my going for gold as the film Office Space. <laughs> Luke, Luke, Luke would get that. To be fair, that is weird. This angered James O'Jim greatly, and he claimed I'd ruined the game. As of course, the film Office Space was not a goal at all, but actually a nineties film about. A disillusion. I would have been angry. Work. I stand by that. I would have been angry as well. Jim. Good film, though. Written by Office Mike Space. Judge, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cheers King of the Hill films. What's his name, Chris? Uh, Chris. He said this didn't faze me, and I went on to give a detailed review on the film and had a nice discussion <laughs> with Luke about the film itself. I slept in for work and got in bother, but it was worth it. This all definitely happened. Yes, Save it for your book, Chris. <laughs> Thank you, Chris yeah, from Glasgow. That was brilliant. Oh, you were the better one there. Yeah, you got the points. Yeah, you the better one there. Hey, it's Taz. <laughs> Don't start that again. <laughs> quickly to the profile. Quickly, quickly. <laughs> <laughs> profile, profile. Mm, check, mm, mm, mm. check out my lyrics. That literally is enough. <laughs> it really uh, is. All right, then. We've got a guy called Gary Winston Lineker. Hey. Uh, big time. <laughs> oh. Is it a bit of Winston? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. After <coughs> Winston Churchill. Born on the same day, I believe, which was the 30th of November 1960. Oh, seven years before the summer of love. Easy one. He was born on the same day as Winston <laughs> Churchill. Well, no, sorry, the same birthday. <laughs> same day. No, okay, right. Birthday. Yeah, he just has better moisturiser. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll fight them at the Walker Stadium. <laughs> we will poo on the beaches. So we'll fight them for on. our crisps. He did a poo. Um, oh, yeah, we, we move later. Oh, I, later like how you just, I like how you just thought that I was bringing <laughs> yes, poo for no true. reason. Unbelievable. Pete never <laughs> says ridiculous stuff for the sake There's of always it. a reason. There's always a reason. He grew <laughs> up part of a bigger plan. <laughs> he grew up in Leicester, did did Gary Lineker. Pete went to uni. Oh, went to uni there. So. You were you were at uh, well, the, the zoo. zoo. The zoo. He was at the old poly. I was at the old poly, yeah. He used to cut up pork at Leicester City. I did use to cut up pork at Leicester City. He's old ground Filbert Street. <laughs> but this pof- profile isn't about Pete's. Not yeah. this one. Not I'll, this I'll find somewhere. One. Yeah, well, you already have. Mind you, it was partly my fault, so uh, forgive me. Now, uh, his father was a greengrocer. Were you a greengrocer in Leicester? No, but when I was a university student at Leicester, I used to walk around looking for somebody who looked particularly Linnacarian, and, uh, <laughs> but nev- never never once found one. Oh, right. Linnacarian so, sounds like a sort of alien race from a sci-fi <laughs> show. Are we going to do a reference points with Pete until he signs Reverton? No, we're going to crack on. Um, right then. Uh, Lineker. Always um, had his heart set on being a footballer, and it's quite funny actually. An old school report famously said that uh, he must devote less time to sport if he is to be a success. Up yours, system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take that. Up yours, the man. Yeah. <laughs> or woman. Yeah. Um, uh, he was also told he was too short to be a footballer back in the day, but. Oh, uh, knocking him all over. Just the place. like Lothar Mateus was told he was. He's not. I mean, Lick is average. Lick is taller than 50% of his f- football round. Did they just <laughs> mean as a child? Is it just a really bad no, picture? Yeah. <laughs> I'm far away. I'm far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just far away. Look at you, you're tiny. You're not gonna. 
I'm only I'm nine. I'm nine years old. <laughs> Silly squeaky high voice. <laughs> You'll get what, bullied. Still got that to be fair. Anyway, he um, he was spotted playing football by um, Leicester City and uh, thirteen, and he played for their youth team for a few years. And then uh, at the age of sixteen, traditional he, um, like that. Yeah, he, at the age of sixteen, he joined the first team. At eighteen, he was playing for the first team, scoring bags of goals, helped Leicester gain promotion to the top flight, finished joint top scorer um, in the top flight with the 84-85 season with 24 goals and uh, during this time he got his first England call up which was to be the first of many he Mm. he moved on in 85 after that he top scorer season didn't he to, yeah. to Everton yeah. he was really unlucky at Everton as well because that was oh, yeah. they, they really could have been a force well, they, were, that was well when, they were that was at that time around the time that it, the English clubs were banned from Europe and they never really got yeah. the chance to kick on and become what it looked like they would become it's a real shame yeah, well, we, we, spearhead of that. yeah we profiled uh, Howard Kendall of mm. course um, who was in charge of Everton around that time uh, he was yeah Everton were challenging for honours back then he scored I think it was 40 goals that season yeah incredible about 57 games <laughs> uh, which yeah. was Quite phenomenal. I think it was thirty and uh, thirty goals in the in the league. Was it or something it's, it's, like that? It's, it's one of, it was one of those players. I mean, we, and I'm pleased we're bringing him in because to a lot of our listeners who are a bit younger, they're not going to know him as anything other than the host of match of the day. Well, that guy and, does and, the Walkers and the Walkers Christ. advert. And yeah. we said before, it's really important to remember yeah. if you're a football fan that Lineker was incredibly good. Yeah. He was one, one of those one players of the best ever for England. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Of course, Without Without doubt. lethal. One of those strikers who I know it's a bit of a cliche, but it was like a ball magnet. It, mm. He knew where the ball was going to be. He'd get. On, I'm not sure if he'd be quite as successful these days, but back in those days, he yeah. was very, very successful and very important for England and for whatever club he played for, just because the way of goals he weighed in with it was all yeah, the time almost and, 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 like Inzaghi style quality to, yeah. to sort of compare him to a modern player and he'd just suddenly score yeah, uh, terrifically instinctive and, and yeah. never seemed to have enough time on the ball so he'd always try and get a shot in early mm. and it would always go in yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh it was an incredible player incredible player so um, he, he only had one season at Everton mm. And he had a fantastic time there. Um, he was player of the year and football writer, players player of the year and football writers player of the year in that season. Mm. It was a phenomenal year. Um, scored three hat tricks that season, and, th- and they were runners up both in the league and the FA Cup to Liverpool. Yeah, and he even even scored in the FA Cup. And even he scored in the big games as well. Yeah, he, he just scored everywhere. Um, Jimbo Now uh, Then after Everton Yep um, (laughs) Then after Everton Came the World Cup In 1986 His dad had a bet on him At 14 to 1 To be top scorer At that World Cup Oh, so he that, made that a few, came in. He made a few quid <laughs> yeah, to yeah. the day off. Then it depends, <laughs> <how> much, <laughs> depends on how much you put on. That's true. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Lineker. It was funny because the, the, the start of the tournament, obviously England didn't do very well. Um, they they dropped. Point, well, they lost and drew the first two games, and they went into the game against Poland. Needing, needing, needing a win And Lineker got the hat-trick Of course But yeah. it's funny Lineker when he was Remembering the tournament He said at the start He said the pitches were terrible Bandage around his wrist yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah He said the pitches were terrible There were small crowds And 40 degree heat He said I lost half a stone Or more every game it, <laughs> One of those things that you, sort, you sort of Slamming down the crisp That won't happen <laughs> <in Bangkok. laughs> yeah. Won't happen in Qatar You, can, you <laughs> completely take for granted How much of a different environment It would be in Mexico It was Mexico City yeah. was Or Mexico Yeah A you know, bit of altitude Intense heat And not so many Travelling support as well. No, yeah. You could pick up tickets for those games willy yeah. nilly. Yeah. In, in the Morocco match when Ray Wilkins got sent off, he's just sort of like, I'm glad I'm out of this. It's too hot. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's his last game for England, I'm fine, I'm alright. Yeah. <laughs> I've made my point. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone, you're a man short. Sorry about that, but I'm off. Yeah. <laughs> you should be okay in the next game. This, yeah. this balding head is not good in this heat. <laughs> yeah. Well, indeed, they were. And of course, Lineker then um, scored a couple against Paraguay in the second round. And then. 
the game against Argentina, of course, and he did score and he's finished the tournament. Um, six as goals. Top goal scorer with six mm. goals. He's yeah. the only Englishman ever to do that, you know. Oh, the Englishman's <laughs> with six goals in World Cup. Sheeran did it in the Euros, didn't he, in 96? I think he was, he was top five. He was top scorer, wasn't he? He was top scorer, no, but in a World Cup. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm saying, in a World Cup. Um, and then uh, he moved to Barcelona straight after that. Um, Up top with Mark Hughes. Just great stuff strange, it? It's great stuff <laughs> You've got to love that yeah, You have got to love that I wish Two that happened now I really wish that happened now well, They'd be rubbish They're well, old <laughs> We'd have a brilliant <laughs> <laughs> But we'd have a brilliant Huge England team Huge and Messi <laughs> yeah. <in> the line <laughs> yeah. Messi Messi would do The work of the other two Without a fuss as well yeah. That's the thing yeah. Well Lindiger's game Was very much Deflecting the, the flight of the ball And the path of the ball He's got so many goals Sort of judging yeah. How hard he needs Are you saying he'd still get. Score goals for Barcelona now? Yeah I think he would <laughs> Of course he would it so 50, easy He's 50. 50 Yeah exactly He looks about 40 though. I saw Claridge banging him in For Gosford Borough uh, at 45 It's a similar level Lineker scored 21 goals For Barcelona In 41 games Great record mm. he's, he's still reasonably Well liked there isn't he Actually sorry No that was um, That was in his first season Yeah right, Sorry yeah. Um, But he, 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 he I, I might be wrong on this But I'm pretty sure Or I certainly get the impression He opened himself up To the culture And he learnt the language he And he really in- integrated properly To the point of where You still see him now If, if the occasion ever comes up he, he sp- speaking in Spanish to like Spanish when he met Diego Maradona that he was speaking in Spanish to him wasn't he yeah. Yeah. and a hat trick against Real Madrid helps as well get on not that <laughs> I'll tell you what the, the, that's not even the most impressive didn't he once score four goals against Spain in the Bernabeu yeah, when England. he was playing for Barcelona that's amazing isn't it Incredible. How times have changed See, People who don't really know much About Lineker as a player Four goals for England yeah. Against Spain In the Bernabeu While yeah, playing yeah. for Barcelona <laughs> I'm really better than that this, this is back when Having expectations for England Before a major, major tournament Wasn't mental no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. And pre- Precisely because of him I remember You know, Obviously we were all very young When Lineker was in his pinnacle And you are a kid With that sort of Bright eyed Wide eyed enthusiasm yeah. Yeah. And you, you look <laughs> to Lineker You think He's going he's gonna to do it He's going to pull yeah. us through He'll be the one That you know Makes this game all right, and so often he did. But it he was, was the case. he was so he cool. Forward to watching him play, so cool and calm. I was in love with him in World Cup ninety. When so the goal, he tanned legs in the semi, also. very muscly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the semi against Germany, when he scored that goal, took it on his thigh, rifled it in. Mm. Great goal mm. Mm. underneath yeah. the player's legs as well. Yeah, oh, lovely, yeah. Uh, delish. You um, going back to that uh, friendly against Spain at the Bernabeu? That the Barcelona papers the next day was saying Catalan player scores four goals against Spain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely love it. Brilliant. Yeah, I think he does have a bit of a cult status. There. That's um, and rightly so And we mustn't uh, Wash over the fact That he won the Copa del Rey And the Cup Winners Cup Yes when he was Bring there. it back He's um, <laughs> Under Cruyff He was sort of Shunted out wide Wasn't it So his, his he was. stats might even Have been better than that If he'd played through The centre Well that's yeah. right Yeah, I mean I think he um, Why would you want him Further away yeah. from the goal well, <laughs> It was a funny one With Cruyff I think there was a little bit Of a falling out And ultimately um, Really <laughs> Ultimately he um, Returned to England uh, To White Hart Lane In, in uh, 89 He declined the chance To join Manchester United yeah, mm. wonder if he rues that or not. But uh, he was top scorer, Spurs top scorer uh, in his three seasons at the club. Seems again when we look back at Klinsman, you, you feel like he was there for ages. Three seasons at Spurs, it felt like Lineker was just part of the furniture there. Oh, yeah, you think of time. him as a Spurs player? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, of course, won the FA Cup in '91. Uh, but before we uh, talk about that, World Cup '90, come mm. on. Uh, I mean, the first match he scored the opening goal against Ireland and managed to crap himself on the pitch, Pete. Yeah. He did. <laughs> why you got at me like well, you Ernest News <laughs> yeah. what you well it fits and also uh, you mentioned it earlier I did yes yeah. but I've got no more information than a man doing a poo 
listening to the thing that he wants to do or something. Yeah. <laughs> this is a reference point. I like green ginger wine. It's a yeah. diuretic. You, you, fill the, you fill in the blanks. Uh, he scored two goals against Cameroon. Pete, <laughs> you're a man who suffers with constipation. What do you think about Gary shit on the pitch? I'm I think he's flaunting it. Yeah. I think he's flaunting it. rubbing you in it. Not literally. He's doing it on the biggest stage possible. Bizarre situation. That was, I remember that the World Cup 90 group F England were in with Ireland, Holland, and Egypt. It's just a woeful, woeful group. Yeah. Like the only, the only thing that separated the teams at all was England's winning against Egypt with Mark Wright's Mark Wright's stooping header. Like the Ireland England game was one, one all. Holland one all, nil, England nil. was nil nil. Yeah, it was, it was mm. all over the place. All over the whole the place. tournament was like that. If England, didn't, if England hadn't have beaten Egypt, I think it was going to get to the point where it had to be like drawn lots or something like that. Yeah. Alphabetical <laughs> order. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, uh, England Cameroon was much more entertaining. But Luke, are you going to say oh, just, something? Oh, just just one final thing on that group. England changed their formation round for the game against Holland, and um, Lineker is obviously very close to, bo- to the late Sir Bobby Robson and in the press it was touted that the players led that change mm. they, they weren't that happy with not winning against Ireland they knew they had Holland had a, a sort of embarrassment and Richard the, the up front. press were putting the boot into to Robson's usually agreed to take over at PSV didn't he? and Lineker came out and said it wasn't us who, who it wasn't the players who suggested this tactical change against Holland it was Bobby Robson and he, and he massively backed him to the hilt on that because England, England really were important. much better actually they scored a couple of goals well Linick had the ball in the net but I think it was a, he handled it early on but yeah. they, they were much better against Holland they Absolutely. should have won the game yeah. Yeah. that also shows the character of Lineker that he was the one that was willing to speak out as a sort of talisman for the side and mm. just say to the press no look you, you've got to be giving Robson credit for this here you know it, it's really really good of him really very sort of honourable yeah and, and Lineker was sort of in it, I'm not sure he's probably, he probably was actually in his peak around he's about 30 years old he was, he was really really important for England then mm. England's, England's team in that tournament I mean the crea- creativity of Gascoigne who was only yeah. about 22-23 and Lineker up front well Platt was coming into his own mm. Waddle was great Beardsley you know. Beardsley, Beardsley and Beardsley and Lineker yeah <laughs> Rigo, well, yeah. never played much but uh, Beardsley and Lineker great partnership for England yeah in fact, I think Beardsley created those four goals against tireless them. absolutely tireless mm. Beardsley he'd work all day for Lineker and Lineker would get the rewards a lot of the time yeah um, he scored two goals against Cameroon which really got England out of jail pens in that game again but it's so cool you think oh we've got a penalty Lineker it's okay yeah. very yeah. reliable penalty take well, we'll talk about a couple of his misses in a minute, actually. But one of the most reliable penalty yeah. takers. Yeah, like, a lot of the like the last ten years of England uh, playing football on the international stage could the, the most agonising moments have been when we've uh, someone stuck out a leg and tried to just reach a ball at the very last mm. minute. I think Gascoigne did yeah, Sol yeah, Campbell as well, yeah. and just kind of like and. If that, that was um, Gary Lineker, it'd be in the net, no question. <laughs> if yeah. he was standing yeah. there, it's in the net. It's His gone. leg would extend. He'd <laughs> <find> <laughs> That's just what he does. Yeah. Lineker speaks quite um, quite passionately about the quarterfinal against Cameroon. He said he was the most motivated player on the pitch because he knew he's very close to his brother, mm. yeah. uh, very close, sort of best friends and stuff. And he said that he knew that, that the FA had told them if they get to the semis, um, I believe it was, I think it was the semis, uh, the, their families can come out. And Lineker said, when I was taking those penalties, all I was thinking about was my brother. Just seeing him, I really wanted to see him, and it made me extra motivated to make sure I scored. Yeah. You don't want to see him in the goal, presumably. <laughs> well, he might have been very Two men in the goal, keeper and the brother. England massively underestimated Cameroon in that World Cup. <laughs> Hugely. I mean, the, the, the scout they I think sent everyone out. Everyone did. Yeah, but the scout they sent out, yeah. part of the England team, I forget who it was. I'm tempted to say Laurie Menemy, but it might not have been. Mm. Apparently, went back to Robson after seeing Cameroon yep. against Colombia and said, You've got a buy there. He actually Best said, We've got a buy. Yeah. Yeah. To the we're, next we're through. <laughs> we're through. And then Robson. <laughs> and he was right. And then after the game. <laughs> <laughs> and then Robson came out after the game and said, In a classic Bobby Robson moment, bless him, he said, um, we didn't underestimate the Cameroonians they were just a lot better than we thought <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. they were a lot better than Laurie McWenemy thought yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember Gascoigne saying we hugely underestimated them mm-hmm. they didn't underestimate West Germany in the semi-final and of course as we mentioned before Lineker scored and got the penalties underway mm-hmm. scoring but wasn't the, the, the 
Joel was classic Lineker as well. Yeah, it was like yeah. a little faint, wasn't it? Just threw a couple of the German, sort of German, German defenders <laughs> off a little bit, which is a tough thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, again, I mean, we don't want to make this too much about the World Cup ninety, but you know, Waddle hit the bar or the post, I think, and post, yeah. we had our chances. You know, we did have our chances. Oh dear. Um, so yeah, back at Spurs in ninety one, they uh, they won the FA Cup, scored a, a double against Arsenal in the semi final, but sensationally missed a penalty in the FA Cup final. Yeah, because he was so reliable at penalties. Yeah. So it was absolutely crazy But uh, he, um, uh, his record at Tottenham is pretty good I think it was something like 105 league games and 67 goals that And that was to a side who I think they finished top three in his first season But they finished sort of 15th one year when he was there He's your man for your sort of your holy sort of one in two mm. goals to game he, he, Well even more so, even more so yeah, he, he, was, he was voted uh, third I think in the first ever FIFA World Player of the Year awards in 91 It's not bad 91-92 um, season, 28 goals and 35 league games Different club, different club. Uh, then uh, he left Spurs in '92 after England had disappointed at uh, the European Championships in the same year. Well, he, let's talk about his international sort of bow out though. Mm. Oh no, you haven't got to that yet. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Well, I was just going to say he, he went to Nagoya Grampus Eight in uh, Japan's uh, kind of new J League then, which seemed to be a very funny move at the time. Everyone thought well, he surely he's got more to offer. I remember thinking, do they they play football over there? <laughs> when, <laughs> yeah, I, no, when it was on the news, it was only about thirty-two, wasn't it? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think. He thought that You know He said it was an exciting offer They're probably Paying him a few quid But he suggested That probably he had yen. some Yeah, yeah. Oh, yen. <laughs> he, mis- he misread it <laughs> <laughs> A million yen a week <laughs> Wicked I think he suggested That he had some Niggling injuries Which perhaps Would have stopped him Playing from the highest level In Europe so mm. Well he had problems With his toe didn't he Or toes Yeah uh, I think he had A couple of operations Well yeah something. And ultimately He stopped playing um, In 94 Due to injury, you know, in, mm. in the J League. But uh, before he, um, he he finished playing international football in '92, he did have a chance to equal Bobby Charlton's record. Penalty against Brazil was it at Wembley, and it missed again. Yeah, he <laughs> saved it. It was incredible, really. But he always said that oh, I thought Bobby Charlton was a better player than me, so I'm glad he's got the record. Which <laughs> you, you would say, wouldn't you? You would never want that. It's pretty magnanimous of him to say that. Yeah. yeah, you say that after you've muffed it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah he's suggesting. You missed it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> his, his 48 goals in 80 matches for England um, were the 48 goals were scored in 26 fewer games than Charlton. He's one of the England's most prolific goal scorers. Okay, Charlton wasn't a striker, but still, there's a, there's a great stat as well that 47 of those 48 goals, and I've, I've seen every single one, are in the box, mm. scored in the box, and even <laughs> that one that scored outside the box was still a one-on-one. Was it? <laughs> Just a complete poacher. Um, he, he's a lethal poacher. His final appearance for England, he was subbed off by Graham Taylor, wasn't he? Sort yeah, of for Alan Smith. Yeah, which is a bit of a strange move, given that Lineker was That's guaranteed. Arsenal's as Alan Smith, yes. not, not, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, not who knows who's Alan Smith. No, not, <laughs> not a fetus Alan Smith, who were going to play for Leeds. <laughs> Got sent off for England, that Alan Smith. Hmm. Well, and, 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 and on the, on the to- top England goalscorer thing, I, remember, I can remember, you know, a few years ago, Jim, you've, you've mentioned this before, it was almost like a shoe in that Michael and would beat that record but now it's, he's not gonna yeah. he's just not gonna do that now yeah. so it's yeah. difficult I mean, to if know if Michael does beat that now it will be the, the most miraculous thing to ever happen <laughs> to anyone's career <laughs> exactly. who, who, who do you think is gonna do it then Nick? I do the current Closer Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's swap sides um, um, Rooney Rooney could Rooney's yeah. the nearest one Rooney but Rooney. I don't know if he'll yeah, he may not. Yeah. Bobby's more. Um, in, uh, <laughs> he scored five hat tricks for England, and he's that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of only three England players, along with Steve Bloomer and Jimmy Greaves, have scored four goals in uh, in an England match twice. Twice indeed. Um, I think he's uh, has the highest number of goals scored 
um, for British players at a single World Cup finals, which was was six, and his total number of goals at World Cups is ten, which I think um, makes him one of only eleven players to reach double figures in the history of World Cup finals. Not bad. Oh, just, just have them as a team. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, was no. Um, I reckon I can name a good load of those. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, ten goals in twelve World Cup matches. <laughs> ten goals in twelve World Cup matches, gentlemen. It's good, emphatic. It's very it's good. It is. Um, yeah, one of the um, one of the best England players of all time, I'd say, and didn't pick up a single yellow card yeah, in the whole really process. Thing, no, no, yeah, no. I don't actually respect that. <laughs> I knew you'd have You're a good stuck in. Well, you got you you got, yeah. And let's not forget, he saved his uh, hometown club of Leicester. Him and uh, yeah. Heskey put their hands yeah. in their pockets and organised five million quid to. And now, now is the. Yes, Jim. I've got another little stat about oh, Lineker as well, which is that recently uh, he's now it's now his career in selling crisps is actually longer than his career in football was. Is that <laughs> so? No, that will be in the crisp hall of fame soon yeah, as well. He's the son of a market trader, you know. Yes, yeah, so there you go. I'm, glad, I'm glad we finished that. There are crisps. In uh, I've, I've got one stat that he had three video games to his name. My favourite one was Gary Lineker's Hot Shots on the Spectrum because the loading screen. Bore no re- resemblance to his face at all. It was horrendous. It like he'd melted. Get a picture <laughs> of it. I'll get a picture. Stick it on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And now, of course, he's the anchor man of Match of the Day and all sorts of other BBC Sport things. Yeah. So well done, Gary Lineker. <laughs> Come on <laughs> into the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. Good people. That is the end of the Football Ramble this week. If you'd like to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com. Jimbo, what the bloody hell is happening over there? On Read. the website. On, on the, the website. website. Well, what the bloody hell is happening on our internet is uh, Rupert Fryer putting the spotlight on Juan Roman Raquelme. The retro ramble looking at Bayern Munich's 2 0 win over Leeds in the 1975 European Cup final. And Chris Nee explaining how DC United clearly haven't seen the wire because they're thinking about moving to Baltimore. Um, <laughs> there are all kinds of blogs elsewhere, as well as live fantasy football with Pick Live, the Hall of Fame, and the infamous forum. So do get, do get over to the footballramble.com as well. And while I am here uh, on Monday night, which is the Monday after this show is coming out, the 21st of November uh, there is a charity gig happening at the Comedy Store featuring the likes of Darrow O'Brien Milton Jones Sean Walsh and more importantly me and uh, <laughs> we do have a pair of tickets to give away so if you would like to uh, win those tickets just uh, just email in with uh, Comedy Store in the subject line and we'll pick a winner at random yeah we'll be there mm-hmm. we'll come and see us the so 21st of November I'm going to throw some heckling <laughs> hey you curly top I'm going to shout at you Jim no oh. Kill it. I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you would have heard that one before. Um, on the subject of, um, sort of slightly related ramble events, don't forget 26th of November, which is the Saturday following Jim's Comedy Store gig. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Ramble Christmas Drinks. Uh, it starts at 3 pm. It's at the King's Arms in East London, which is not far from Liverpool Street Station. If you want to come along, um, you've got about a week left to put your put your name down. Make sure you click attending on the Facebook event or email us at show at thefootballramble.com with your full name. And yeah, come along. Three o'clock it starts. Get down there early to to avoid disappointment because I think there'll be quite a lot of people yeah, there'll be disappointment whatever oh, yes. <laughs> get there early to ensure maximum disappointment <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're, we're putting out as well while we're here the uh, comedy store gig is in aid of the homeless world cup so uh, do check that out because it is a very worthy thing and the ramble drinks are in aid of uh, drinking problems yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. right the, 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 I'm going to I'm going to the two show. sides of the show there. the ramble oh. Christmas drinks wow. is basically for you lot to show your appreciation for us giving you shows for free all year by buying us beer yeah that's, Wait, that's not just from, from me and Marcus 
I gotta go work and Marcus doesn't drink. So behind you and I, beer. You think we're gonna do all right? Oh, yeah. is. You might get to meet Lord Ramble as well, which you might think sounds like a good thing. But <laughs> 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 uh, right, I'm gonna end it now. The show that is. Uh, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Up yours. Say goodbye, Luke. Uh, goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. I'm not gonna say anything about poo. <laughs> <laughs> Samways. Will Stewart collect this one? He will. Paul Stewart for Spurs and a goal for Lineker. Lineker erkänner och berättar för första gången om händelsen från VM. One million. Yeah. One million for it. Goes down a treat with the ladies, Jim. Mm. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. <laughs> you talked to that. The ladies. <laughs> that chant that Rogi lads sing about. Uh, we dillied, we dallied, we fucked them in the alley. <laughs> we don't care because the poolie boys are the hardest in the land. And we've done them in the alley. Yeah, that's. <laughs> done them in the alley, and then we are the hardest lads in town. Wow. It's a bit homoerotic, isn't it? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.